Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Whether you're listening to me on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, wherever, or you're watching me on YouTube, I'm just thankful and honored that you chose to entrust the ear of your soul um, to God's word through my mouth. Um, I never take it for granted that you are on here Um, with something. You're coming here with something that you are seeking an answer for. You're seeking to hear God. You're seeking to feel safe, to feel heard, to feel known. Um, God wants to um, meet you in that secret place. And in that place in your soul, he wants to refresh you. He desires for us to be healed. He desires for us to be whole. And this month we're talking about what our wounded soul needs. I know you've been broken. I know you've been hurt. I know sometimes even in that place, you can feel alone. You can feel misunderstood or, or like it's only you that's going through it. But I'm here to tell you, my refreshed sister, you are not alone. And I know we hear that a lot um, or we can hear that and it could fall on deaf ears or a hard ground in our soul. But I ask you to just um, allow yourself to open your heart, your soul to receive some life giving words from God. And he's telling you right now, you are not alone I know the enemy wants to seclude you, put you into hiding, get you to cover up. But I'm here to tell you, I've been in that place. And sometimes I go back to that place. But lately, what I've been learning on how to take care of my soul is that I can't go back to that place of hiding, of covering up. If I want to be healed, I have to reveal it. Not to everybody, but to God. I have to be honest. I have to be vulnerable. And so um, last week I jumped off with um, one thing that our soul need is time. And I first called this series three things um, your wounded soul need. And um, Holy Spirit gave me another thing. And I was like, ah, now I got to change it. (laughs) It's just um, your wounded soul needs, you know. And so we'll be going through the whole month of what your wounded soul needs. And so one was time. Last week, we talked about how we need to give ourselves the time to feel what we feel and the time to heal. When we do that, we get perspective. We allow God to meet us in those emotions. We learn that our emotions are not bad, but they're indicators of something going going on on the, on the inside of us. And when we get this perspective of how God sees us, because sometimes wounds can um, alter or change our mindset of how we see ourselves and how we see other people, depending on what has happened to you. When we learn to get God's perspective and his story, his narrative, his identity of how he sees us, then we can start beginning the healing process. 
when we allow and give ourselves the grace and the time of saying, hey, you know what? I've been wounded. <laughs> this is not something that's going to just happen overnight. Let me not rush myself. God's not rushing me. Let me give myself the time, the space to fill this thing. Not only to fill it, but to bring it and lay it before God. This time that we give ourselves also builds testimony. It builds what we experienced and endured with God. Testifying to others of what God can do. That's the, that's the thing that he wants. He wants to be in your um, situation. He wants to be in your story because he wants to get the glory for it. Only he can heal us. So let's invite him in. All right. Let's lay um, the things that has happened to us. The things maybe we even did to others. Some things we have maybe done and has wounded us. It has wounded us in a way of where we felt guilt and we have beat up our own selves. Um, God wants you to lay that before him. And so this week I want to talk about how your wounded soul needs oxygen. It needs oxygen to breathe. Um, a lot of times when we have been wounded, like in the natural, you have a, you have a, a scrape, a scar there and we can easily like, okay, I don't want it to be touched. So the best way for me to protect this scar or from it, um, being even more bruised or even more hurt or more wounded, let me cover it up with a bandage. And sometimes we like to cover it up because it doesn't look good either. We don't want people to see our ugly scars, but in order to heal, your wounded soul needs oxygen. It needs to breathe. You Have you ever had your mom or your father or someone when you were little, put um, when you got scraped or scarred, put some ointment on it and just like let it breathe? Like they said, hey, listen, you can't cover it up right now. You got to let it breathe. I'm here to tell you, my sister, you got to let it breathe. You got to let it out. You got to give it time and room again to feel what you feel, but let it breathe. Don't cover it up. We've all have scars. We've all had some sort of wounds. And just because the next person is not being honest or showing up in their full um, and, and showing up with vulnerability doesn't mean that you can't. Again, I'm not saying you have to spread your story um, to everyone, but I believe there's a way that we can be honest with where we are, with wherever we are. And so um, one of the things um, I thought about when I thought about this message specifically for today um, was this time I was going through something in my marriage and I felt very hurt and I just did not know what to do. I had been going to God and still I just, just feeling the sting of things and I remember going to pick up my kids and, um, my pastor, who's also the kids, um, my kids principal, um, she met me at the door and she already knew, you know, there's certain people who is like, you're not going to fake anything past them. You can try to cover it up and try to put on a smile, but they're going to know. And she asked me, she said, are you okay? And as many times as I have mustered up the strength to say, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. This time I couldn't, I was at a place of desperation where I needed to talk about this. I needed to get this out. I didn't want to feel this pain anymore, but I knew I needed some type of spiritual advice, some type of relief where I was not holding on to this pain. And so I was honest in my reply to her. And I said, 
no, I'm not okay. And then I broke down. I let all the tears come out and she hugged me and pulled me into a room. And she met me where I was at. She, um, I told her what, what was going on, what happened. And um, Holy Spirit spoke to her through me saying and gave me um, advice, gave me spiritual wisdom in that place. Exactly of what I needed to hear. Now, I would not have been able to receive or even get what I needed to hear if I was not honest. If I did not let that wound breathe. If I didn't expose it. And so sometimes covering up our wound can look like us not owning what happened. Just acting like it was nothing. It's okay, I'll get through this. You know, we just fight through the, through the motions when really we're hurting and suffering inside. Sometimes covering up our wound can look like us not allowing ourselves to cry, to even let it out. There was a point in my marriage prior when we were married before, I got to a place of being hurt so much that um, I bottled it in and tried to deal with it in myself. And I ended up numbing myself and how I feel, convincing myself that, it'll be okay or it, does, it doesn't really matter and I became so numb that I didn't even cry anymore I couldn't even try I couldn't even feel the pain anymore and so I say here even in a place of where you are hurting allow yourself to cry feel what you're feeling go in a closet go in your bathroom and allow your your, your body to get out what's going on in your soul Sometimes, again, we may cover up our wounds and our hurts by just saying, I'm okay. Hey, how are you? I'm good. And we're not. We need to find people who God has put into our lives um, to entrust our, our story with, our hurts with. And I say, if you don't know who that person is, ask God to send you that person or to reveal who it is. It may be someone you already know, but maybe you have not invited them into your heart yet. Maybe you've had bad, you know, you've had a bad um, experience with relationships in the past and you've learned how to just do it on your own and get through it on your own just with you and God but no God has um put people around us we're supposed to be in community with people we should be able to say hey can you pray for me I need prayer I need help God wants us to have those people where Jesus was able to show his disciples his scars he want us to have people where we're able to show them our scars where we're able to cry it out, but also able to receive and hear what he has to say. And so again, I say our, our recover, bandaging our wounds um, it is a protection mechanism. It's a, a way of protecting ourselves when we say we're okay and we're not. When we don't fully own what happened. When we don't fully allow ourselves to feel or to cry about something. When we pretend everything is good, but it's not, you cry and weep about it at night, but every day you're showing up with your own strength, not God's and God doesn't want you to hide yourselves. And I'm going to read something to you from Philippians chapter four, verse seven through eight. 
That's Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. And I'm going to read it in um, the TPT first. So Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 says, oh, um, yeah, 4, 7 through 8 says, let me make sure I, I got the right, let me make sure I got the right version, okay? So it says, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm, I apologize. I want, I'm sorry. It is Psalms. Ah, I wrote down the wrong scripture. Sorry about that. It is, let me go back. It's Psalms 28, seven Psalms 28, seven. I'm like, no, that's not it. It was in Psalms, Psalms 28 and seven. Okay. So the TPT version says you are my strength and my shield from every danger. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. Here, David is saying, you're my shield from every danger, meaning you are my protector. And when I fully trust in you, help is on the way. So even if you feel like you got to protect yourself from people, from certain situations, don't protect yourself from God. Let your wound breathe in his presence. Be honest with him. Completely trust your heart into God's hands. And help will be on the way. God can help you in that place when we're open in that place. Um, there's another version, the NASB version. That's the New American Standard Bible version. Verse 7 says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart triumphs and with my song, I shall thank him. God is the only one who can help us, who we should put our, our 100% confidence and trust in. Our heart is safe in his hands. And when we allow ourselves to completely trust it over to him, then he can help us. You see that there is an openness, there is a vulnerability, there is a complete dependence. When you start relying on your protection, when you start relying on your strength to get you through the day, your protection to keep you from hurt, to keep you from danger, it's when we allow our heart to trust in him, then we are helped. And when we are helped, we're able to sing. We're able to sing again. Some of you have lost your song because you keep trying to help yourself. You keep trying to protect yourself and you're not finding a true relief. You're not finding a true healing, but God wants to heal you in a place that only he can. But he's saying, let it breathe. Give your wound some oxygen. Stop covering it up and hiding it from me. I already know. But there's a difference between information and intimacy. There's a difference between um, knowing something and having access to it. Yes, God knows you. Yes, he knows your pain. Yes, he knows what you've been through. But we have to invite him into that place. We have to give him access to it. That's why he says, I knock on the door. 
<laughs> he doesn't just intrude himself in. There has to be a place in us where we're saying, you know what? I haven't opened this in, in for so long, or this is really here. And I, I need to be honest about this to God. I want to let you in God. I need you to hear what I'm saying. And I'm talking about prayer, getting in your hiding place and hiding yourself in God, hearing his word and allowing his word to hide um, in your heart because that's how we are helped. I thank God for the people he has placed around me. It's not a whole lot, but he doesn't need a whole lot. Just even one, just the one person. And through her, his words came and it helped me. It helped me, gave me clarity on how to move forward. And that's what God wants you to do. He don't want you to stay in the place that you're in. He wants you to heal. So letting it breathe is talking to him about it, to a mentor, getting it out of your, your system, out of your soul, out of your body, whether it's crying about it, whether it's writing it down, but some type of way we need to be let, laying it before God daily. Psalms 5, 1 through 3, Psalms 5, 1 through 3, and this is in the Passion Translation, it says, Listen, Yahweh, to my passionate prayer. Can you hear my groaning? Don't you hear how I'm crying out to you? My King and my God, consider my every word, for I am calling out to you. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. I'm telling you, once I saw, once I um, saw this verse and read it for myself, I know I have been speaking it on this podcast because mainly one, David is saying, "My, don't you hear? I'm crying out to you. I'm not crying out to my own self. I'm not crying out to my husband to fix it, to heal it. I'm not crying out to the same old people who, who I'm." I'm, who's only going to tell me what they think I need to hear or what I want to hear. God, I'm crying out to you, you to give me answer. You to tell me even who to talk to about it. I'm crying out to you. And he says, man, at each and every sunrise, every morning, I'm laying out before you the broken pieces of my life. I'm laying out um, for you the, the places where I need you to mend this, God. This is broken here. My heart is broken he went to the one who he knew only his fire could fall upon my, his heart. Only he could mend and put back together what was broken. And so that's what we have to do. We have to lay it before God every day. Don't, and we do it every day because sometimes we'll pick it up every day. And try to do something with it. Try to cover it. No, I'm going to keep getting this out. I'm going to keep this open. I'm going to keep this wound open, open because I need God's ointment. I need his healing. I cannot do it on my own. Why should we let it breathe? Because God cannot heal what we won't, reve won't reveal. When we are open, we make space to receive. 
to receive what his healing words. How can you hear God speak healing words and to a place you won't even tell him about? And to a place where you've closed off your heart to even admitting that is even there. And so instead we show up and it show up as a mom, we show up as a wife, we show up as a minister, a leader, as all these different roles from still this broken place. Not understanding, why do I still feel um, rejected? Why do I still feel um, like I got, like I'm afraid to be misunderstood? Why do I still cringe at the thought of being corrected? Why am I still in this same place? Well, have you opened this place up before God? Have you kept it open? Are you laying it before him every day? Are you hearing what God has to say back to you? Are you being open to how he's saying to move forward or what his word is saying to do? Even in this moment right now, as I speak to you, God is speaking to you. Have you been hearing him say, open it, open your heart to me. Keep your heart open. You're, you're closed. You closed it too soon. You thought you were, you good too soon. You think you only needed to say it one time and then you just went on on your way and pulled up the strength to get through each day. No, keep your heart open to me. Let me take you through this process of healing. Let me give you my words daily. There's a, a scripture in Proverbs um, I think it's the last scripture I'm going to read. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. It says that um, nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words, for they release sweetness to our souls and inner healing to our spirits. So there are life-giving words that can heal our soul. There are life-giving words that can penetrate deep into our spirits. Um, that's That was the Passion Translation. There's also the Amplified Translation that I liked as well. It says that pleasant words are like honeycomb, sweet and delightful to the soul and healing to the body. It doesn't say where the words have to come from. The words can come from ourselves. God may speak a word to you. I say, this is what you, this is what you need to meditate on. This is what you need to confess over your soul. He may speak to you through someone else, through the radio, through your kid. I've had all of those things happen. And then we got to allow ourselves to stay in a place of being open and repeating those words, reminding ourselves of those words, meditating on those words, stay, stay open and letting that place breathe, meaning stay aware of not that I have to continually think about what happened to me and how it hurts. No, but it's staying aware of where my soul is, what my soul needs and speaking that, speaking those words that God is giving you, reminding yourself of what he's saying to you. One time I remember kneeling um, before God in my closet <laughs> and Bringing, I can't remember what it was that I brought to him, but I heard him speak life-giving words to me. And um, he said, I am your shepherd. You have everything that you need. That's it, that one verse. And it 
brought me back to a place of no matter what I feel in a natural that I am lacking, I have to, I have to get my soul in alignment with who God is. And because he is my shepherd, that means I'm taken care of. That means my soul has protection. My soul has everything it needs. So now in a place of where I'm starting to feel I need something else, even to the place of peace, God, I need peace in my mind. Just feeling that and bringing that to him. God brought me back in alignment with his word and say, Hey, this is who I am. You have it. You have what you need because of who I am. You're not lacking anything. So I changed the way I spoke over myself. I stopped speaking. I need this. I need that. And spoke. I have peace. I am protected. Because God is my shepherd. I don't, I don't, I don't have to want for anything. He already knows what I need. He already saw this day coming. He already knew this would happen. And so to today, I just ask that wherever you are, um, in your wounded soul, if you are wounded or if you have been wounded and you haven't addressed some things, you know, that you may have put it or tucked it away. I'm actually going to open it back up and open it back up to God. God wants you healed. He wants you whole, but he cannot heal something that you're not willing to reveal and open to him. He wants you to let it breathe. He wants you to own what happened. He wants you to cry about it. He gave you those emotions to feel. You crying, this is not about weakness or strength. It is about being who you are. Don't stifle and shut off a place of where you're supposed to express. Do we realize that I had to realize this, but even in the place where I stopped expressing tears, I realized I also didn't show up authentically as I am pretending to be okay. That's the same place where I shut off, um, even crying. No, I have to be honest with myself. This hurts. I'm sad about it. I want to cry about it. I need to fill this place because it's real. And because I'm allowed to fill this, God gave me these emotions. Now let me also bring it to him. Help me father. This, these tears, these, this sadness, what I feel is telling me that something is, 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 is not right on the inside of me. Something in my soul is needing your help, is needing your life-giving words, is needing your healing. That's what he wants from you. All right, as we end, let's end with my hiding place. The song from my hiding place is called The Lord's Song by Miranda Curtis. If you have not listened to this song, please, please listen to it. Um, Here's a couple of lyrics from her song. I want you to meditate on it. Um, write it, listen to it um, as at the start of your morning before you lay everything out to God. Listen to this song. Let it penetrate your, your soul. Let it penetrate your mind. The words to the song, some of the lyrics says, she sings um, from God's mouth. This is what I hear from God's mouth. I can heal and I can mend broken pieces. I can If you let me, if you let me, I can, 
I will. I am the God that healeth thee. And I am the God that will restore thee. If you just let me, let me in, into your heart, into your mind, into your heart, into your mind. Give me all of your burdens. Cast your cares upon me. I care for you. I love you. Amen. Amen. Now, take this moment to open your souls, to confess these healing words over your soul. Repeat after me. The Lord is my protector, and I fully trust my heart into his hands. I will let God into my heart and into my soul. I will lay out the broken pieces of my life to you. I am open to receive your life-giving words that will bring healing to my soul. Amen, amen, and amen. Everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.